Hey everybody, welcome to a special uh, edition of the Neck Pour Sessions uh, here at the Whiskey Geeks. My name's Tim. And I'm Alex. And normally we're on a quest to bring you the perfect pairing of whiskey and comics, but tonight we're just talking about whiskey because we yeah. both happen to have a bottle of this and we thought yeah. this would Let's be a lot together. more fun. Yeah, We've done, we have done a Neck Pour together. We did the Bonahaben Struidaire. Yep. Um, and then we compared that with the Bonahaben 12. You can check that out on our channel. Um, it's right down that way or that yeah. way or it's I'll put somewhere. it in somewhere. <laughs> um, but today we are hitting one of my favorite distilleries. Uh, this has been a long time in the making and I can't believe I've sat on this for so long. This is the struggle. It's such a first world problem. I really shouldn't complain. <laughs> but this is the struggle of being a content creator is um, you get brand new bottles of whiskey and then you're like, well, I can't crack it until we set up time to schedule and record and do it for the channel. Yeah. Um, and then you end up sitting on brand new bottles of whiskey from your favorite distillery for months because, it, and it was months because this months. was definitely something that I picked up over the summer. Yeah. Er, it's early not the summer. summer anymore. No, it's not the no, summer it's anymore. Not. It's not. Um, so Glen Scotia um, from the wee tune, as they like to call it, Campbelltown, the, tune. the smallest region of um an of official, I, I want to say an official region it gets 100%. overlooked it gets overlooked it, it does i think a lot of like whiskey people the whiskey heads know it yes. I, the general public no. don't even know it exists um <clears throat> i'll be honest with you i didn't know it existed until i was in scotland and was at <laughs> the uh, scotch whiskey experience in edinburgh and then uh, they did this big this big tour and then you get this tasting at the end, which is where I discovered. And I was like, oh, Campbelltown, that's interesting. And then they give you little samples along the way. And the sample that they gave for Campbelltown was Glen Scotia. And I was like, this is pretty great. And so I bought a bottle five years ago, which <laughs> was my first foray into Campbelltown. And so what here's the thing. So I, so I killed it. Um, Fatality. here's the, here's, here's the crazy thing is I bought that bottle like five years ago, um, brought it home, like was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've never heard of this. Went to the LCBO. We're in Ontario, Canada for folks. Went to the LCBO. They had it there for like $70. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. I can, this I've is got like a my new, new, this is yeah. my new daily drinker. I'm loving this. So I started drinking it pretty consistently. I got to about a quarter of the bottle left and I was like, all right, I'll go buy a backup gone out of the LCBO. Yeah. Not just sold out, not just sold out, not being carried anymore, like gone. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe it. I just discovered this distillery. I love it. And now I can't get it anymore. So fortunately we, there's ways of getting. So I, Glen Scotia is the one that I have the most of. So I've got this double cask that we're drinking tonight and I've got, uh, 15, 16, and 18, and the Victoriana. Oh, and I have a SMWS bottling of Glen Scotia too, which is fantastic. So if suffice Jeez. it to say, I love Glen Scotia. Um, but what we're doing here is, so I do have this nice new bottle, which Alex, tell the story while I open this. Yeah. About so, where we got these. Yeah, so we were trying to find a way to get this. And because you had said the LCBO had it for like $70, that's sort of what was sticking in our head. So we're looking around and you can get stuff in a lot of the Alberta shops. And when they had it, it was 
over $100. And would seemed expensive when you could get a bottle of the Victoriana, which is full cask strength, for right around that same price. So there were a few bottles. Oh, let's listen. Oh, that's the stuff. Gorgeous. There were a few bottles over in Quebec at the SAQ, but they were about 300 kilometers away from Ottawa. And let's be honest, that was just a little far for me to say, like, pack the kids and the wife into a car and say, like, let's go for a road trip to buy a bottle of booze. Um, so on one of the random Friday nights where we would jump on and just do a nice little tasting with the Whiskey Dad and the Whiskey Rad, um, they're both in Kincardin, and I was just, we were talking about, I don't know, we got to talking about Campbelltown, so I hopped on to the SAQ's website, and lo and behold... They had 300 bottles of double cask available to be purchased for the very, very sweet price of $63. Woo! So we ordered a case of six. Heck yeah. I immediately said, I'll take two. I probably yeah. should have just taken a whole case for myself, but uh, yeah, didn't really want to do that. Anyway, so I grabbed so, two. Yeah. Um, and because it was the COVID times, I was not allowed to go over right into the quebec to pick it up because right. and they won't ship it across the border in ontario but thankfully i've got a friend who's an essential worker who works in ontario but lives in quebec and shout out to amy thank you so much uh she uh went out picked it up and then kept it at her office and then like a degenerate i went and there was like i'm here for the for the case of whiskey <laughs> So, anyways, and that's how it we ended up getting ourselves a whole yeah. bunch of Glen Scotia double cask. Yeah. So, basically, when when I found that I, again for years, I've just been I've been sitting on like the last bit of this bottle because I was like I don't I can't say goodbye, I can't <laughs> say goodbye yet until I find more. So now that I found more, um, I was able to kill that bottle, and so. I thought the other fun thing that we could do is since this is the neck pour session and that there is a lot of people out there who say the neck pour isn't a good representation. You've got to let it breathe in the bottle. It changes. I thought, okay, I can actually put this we to can, the test. We could do I've that. A bottle that's four or five years old. That's been breathing for a long time. And then a freshly cracked one. And then we can do a, I can do a little compare and contrast. See if I can tell the difference, see if there is a difference, if it's, you know, any better or just the same. And because um, I didn't have a bottle on the go, I was greedy and told Tim, well, you're the big Glen Scotia fan. You're going to want to record this one. So I just cracked my bottle right away. Exactly. And, and then started to put in, I just put in a little decent amount of work, but this is also my wife's, one of her favorites. So, so I'm going to need to start trying to source, I think another bottle already yeah. um, just so that we can kind of keep drinking it, <clears throat> but. Yeah, so before we get into it real quick, so Glen Scotia, double cask, classic Campbelltown malt matured in American oak barrels and finished in Pedro Jimenez sherry casks, oh, rich and spicy, bottled at 46%. Um, I believe they do no chill filtering, no natural colors, no, but it no chill might filter. not. It says, it, says it on the it box. On, there? on the box. On the box. All righty. Uh, Maybe I'm a liar. Oh, non-chill filtered. Yep, right there on the bottle, too. I am just okay. blind. Um, doesn't say natural color, but again, 
we're not picky. We're not as picky as other people about that. No. Um, but you did right. say one of my favorite things when talking about whiskey, and it's those beautiful Pedro Jimenez sherry. That are, you, I think, are you more partial to Pedro Jimenez than Oloroso? I, I think I might be. I Interesting. Do like, I do like a nice PX cask and and maybe that's because some of my favorite peated um whiskeys have been finished with px that you i've talked to two brewers that's what you talk i'm talking i'm talking two brewers because uh, you can I check that video love... out uh, that just showed up somewhere as well or not um and it's just check it out in our channel <laughs> yeah <laughs> one or the other um yeah but i i, I do like a nice yeah again like we're splitting hairs here oloroso also yeah. very great. <laughs> yeah. That Deanston um, 16 Oloroso cask. Organic Oloroso Deanston's. Gorgeous. Uh, knockout. All righty. So, <clears throat> my I'm old just gonna friend. Drink, I'm just going to drink along. This is you, buddy. That's I'm just cool. here for my, support. My old friend, Glenn Scotia. How I've missed you, I must say, um, publicly. I've uh, I've had some of the other ones recently, but I've, I've taken a long break from Glenn Scotia because I knew I was doing this and I really wanted to come into it fresh. Um, so this one's the neck pour. This one's the old one. Get your nose right down in there. All, all the one uh, thing that, so there is a little bit, they, people talk about the Campbelltown funk. Mm-hmm. Explain I that. Get a, I don't even know how to explain it. A lot of Campbelltown, so Campbelltown real quick. Um, the distilleries that you see in Campbelltown are Glen Scotia, uh, Springbank, and then Springbank also does Hazelburn and Long Row. Uh, right. And then there is Kill Karen. Not Kill Com- not Kill Hoban, Kill Karen. Yes. Um, so those are the distilleries that make up Campbelltown. Um, Springbank oddly enough. owns <laughs> Springbank, Long Row, Hazelburn, and Kill Karen. And then Glen Scotia is this other little independent guy off by themselves down the street. Doing great work. Punching way above their weight class. Way above their weight class, in my opinion. Um, I would, I honestly would say that Glenn, in my opinion, I think Glen Scotia is the most overlooked distillery in Scotland. Like I, I have no problem saying that I'll die on that hill. Yeah. I mean, you don't see it anywhere, right? It's not in the same conversation. Never see it. People don't talk about it. Some people talk about the Victoriana because it's a cask strength and you can get the Victoriana in Canada and some other spots, but like the, the 15 is a knockout bottle. Um, but this double cask, like, which is like their entry level one, I just get a lot of butter. Yeah. So like the Campbelltown funk, there is this thing that people say with Campbelltown whiskeys that there's like a, a funky cheese or like a barn or like a weird hay smell that you get in, in some spring banks. And, and it's just like, it's, they just call it the Campbelltown funk because there's something kind of weird um, about Campbelltown malts. People that like Campbelltown whiskeys really effing like Campbelltown whiskeys. Um, I've noticed that it's yeah. kind of like Isla. I was in just going to say, it's it's a lot like people that really like Isla whiskeys, yeah. like all Isla whiskeys, and love yeah. that distinctive salty peat or charcoal peat Bliny, and ash. Yeah. yeah, they love that. And you're right. It's the same thing with this. Yeah. Um, I, know, I, I know people that like when they when they first discover Campbelltown, they're like, there's something kind of weird about it. But then when they get into it, then they're just like, I need to get everything yeah. from Campbelltown. So anytime like, Springbank or Hazelburn or Longrow or 
when Scotia comes out with anything, they're all over it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I, so I like, really like the, like we enjoyed the long row. They did a peated expression yeah. and that was really interesting because it had a bit of the funk with also having some of the peat, which was really interesting. Yeah. Um, do you get a lot of the funk in this one? No. 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 Um, so odd, like, I am getting a difference in the nose between the two, which is interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and it's it's almost kind of like it's opened up more, which is what they say happens. <laughs> but I'm getting more... It's kind of like brown butter. Like yeah. I, I get, it's like a salty, a salted butter, but it's kind of like a, like, um, this is really weird. You know when you're making cookies? Yes. And you like melt butter and then mix it with like brown sugar and stuff like yes. that. And before you like mix it with the flour, like, you know, you put an egg in it. That's what I'm reminded of. Okay. Like melted, very specific and very good. Yeah. Melted butter, but like sweet kind of, or a brown butter, if you will. Yeah. So I'm getting... Yeah, I'm getting like that <clears throat> with like a little bit of the sherry notes, right? It's not fully aged in the sherry. It's just finished. So it's mostly yeah. an American oak. Um, but okay, I got it. It's been too long since I've yeah, tasted it. Yeah, get in there. So for me, you get, I would say you get more of the sherry oak on the nose. And then you get a bit more of the American white oak, um, like right up front on the palate. So you, there's like a bit of that heat. Um, there's like a little, like a little bit of the mm. spice, but it's like replaced with that creaminess. Um, the like, it's not quite caramel. Like you're right. Like it is more of like the the brown sugar and butter. Yeah. Um, there is very very nice. I said I didn't I didn't get any on the nose, but on the palate, I am getting a little bit of that weird. Just at the right at the back end. On the on the taste, there is yep. something. It's not like it's not sour. It's not bad. No, no. It's just there's huh. right at the back of the tongue. Like yes. for me, it's right at the back of the tongue, right as you're swallowing. There's like a little bit of a like a really sharp cheese almost. A cheese, yeah. Like, yeah. but then it goes away. Then it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, and then you're just getting the really nice warm. Warm, rich spiciness. All Just right, I'm going to try the, try the old one. See? He's sipping, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. <laughs> I have to mute that. I just swallowed right into the microphone, I think. Hopefully that didn't come through because oh, that would be gross to hear. <laughs> I mean, we are sipping whiskeys right in front of a microphone. It's I know. You know. God damn, I've missed this whiskey so much. I am it's so really, happy we're doing this because yeah, now I really can just good. now you can just drink it. Go yeah. back to this. And I've got a backup, so Oh. We should uh this whiskey rocks, man. It's it's just really good. And the thing, honestly, the thing that does it for me, in a blind like if you were doing this on a blind test, I feel like this would stand up to things significantly higher price point mm. than what yeah. this is. Now, that being said, I, I guess the price point for this is more of a $100 bottle now because that's what, like, say, like, for, uh, like, craft sellers or the Whiskey Drop right. or, like, some of the stores out in Alberta that will ship to Ontario, like, that's what they've got it priced at now. If they and get maybe, it. If they get it. And maybe the SAQ, like, that was just a bit of a hiccup. 
where they hadn't adjusted the prices to reflect the new reality in the market. God, um, I hope not. But for $63, this is fantastic value. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, non-age statements, so I know that'll ruffle people's feathers as well, but um, yeah, bang for your buck for a non-age statement, this is pretty great, especially for that price. Um, well, I mean, there's, there's non-age statements damn. that are... You know, like part of special releases or or even age statements that are, you know, under, you know, like an eight-year-old or a, yeah, you know, like an 11-year-old that's, you know, under what the entry level is quite yeah, often yeah. for a lot of the distillers, which are still significantly more expensive than... Well, I mean, there's there's non-age statements that are very expensive. Looking yeah. at you, Bricolati, with your Octomore. <laughs> yep. Don't get me wrong. I'm it's a big awesome. fan. But... 225 is getting a little crazy for yeah. a five-year-old well, whiskey. Yeah, five-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now. Um, again, back back to the case in hand, though. Uh, if you can find Glen Scotia, folks, we try and keep these short. So we'll, we'll wrap this up oh, yeah. soonish. Um, I mean, we'll stay if, on if, and just keep drinking, but you know, yeah. we, should, we should maybe if wrap can, it up for people. If you can find this, please buy it. I will put this out there too. If you buy this and try it and the funk is too much for you, contact me. You can email us at the at gmail.com. I'll buy it off you. Yeah. There you go. How's that? Risk, guaran- risk free. <laughs> you, you have a guaranteed buyer here. If, uh, if you buy the Glen Scotia double cask and you don't like it, I will take it off your hands gladly because yeah. Glen Scotia, you're one of my favorites. Hands down. I love everything you do. Please get more of your stuff to Canada. You have limited release stuff that doesn't come to Canada. I'm dying for it to come to Canada. Please. I'm begging. I'm begging you. Please. We'll send them. We'll tag them. <laughs> yes. I'm send them this. Please. Spamming this video. So good. Um, but yeah. So differences so, on the uh, differences on the palette there between the bottle kill and the new one. The the old one is a lot smoother. Yeah. It's less spicy. Um, but it's also, it almost feels less complex, oh, but I think it's because, I think it's because this one, the brand new one just hits a bit harder and then yeah. kind of, and then like it dissipates and then you get all that smoothness and, you know, those kind of spicy notes with a little bit of the sherry notes in it. Whereas the, the older one is just straight butter. <laughs> That's yeah. the only thing I can say about it. It's just smooth butter. Um, I like it delicious dram folks a delicious glad dram you, glad we did this together um, glad you cracked that new bottle you've got another uh go-to that you can just start uh putting in some work but for the whiskey it. geeks kiss this bottle i'm alex i'm tim this was the glen scotia double cask folks neck pour sessions make sure you're checking this out uh we also have a podcast for those watching this um you can go and just check that out we do pairings where we pair comic books and whiskey um check out uh, the rest of our channel, we do other reviews, quick reviews, quicker than this one. This was a longer one, but we do neck pour sessions where we're doing reviews of brand new scotches. So come along for the ride. Hit that subscribe button. We'd love to have you join us on this weird whiskey ride that we're on uh, together. So that would be a lot of fun. Thanks, Alex, for being here. This was great. I'm yeah. happy to have you here. Glad I was here for this, bud. All right, yeah. everyone. Thanks a lot. And remember, scotch and stories, they were made for each other. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Do you like haunted attractions and Halloween things? Do you like behind the scenes stories? 
Do you like listening to two girls go off on random meandering tangents? Well, we've got the podcast for you. I'm Courtney. And I'm Brienne. And you can hear all those things on the Just Just Haunted House House Things Things podcast. podcast.